Hello and welcome to another Minutes with Maurice podcast. Today we will explore the history of the celebration of Thanksgiving. Imagine, it is the year 1621 and you are pilgrims who recently settled in Plymouth, Massachusetts after a long ocean voyage. You are thankful for a bountiful autumn harvest and Besides your fellow colonists, there is only a tribe of Wampanoag Indians to share it with. Your Thanksgiving celebration will always be considered one of the firsts. But historians will also argue that Florida, not Massachusetts, may have been the true first Thanksgiving in North America, when about in 1565... Almost 60 years before Plymouth, a Spanish fleet came ashore and planted a cross in the sandy beach of St. Augustine. To celebrate and give thanks to God, 800 settlers shared a festive meal with the Timucua people. A letter from an English settler, Edward Winslow, tells of a week-long harvest celebration, but never includes the word Thanksgiving. It also tells of a three-day celebration with King Massasoit and 90 Wampanoag men rejoicing together in a special manner. Even though turkeys were indigenous to the area, there is no record of a big roasted bird at the feast. The Wampanoag brought deer and lots of mussels, lobster, and bass, while the fruits of the first pilgrim harvest included pumpkin. Potatoes had only been recently shipped to Europe from South America, so there were no mashed potatoes. About 160 years later, in 1789, George Washington called for a National Day of Thanks on the last Thursday of November to commemorate the end of the Revolutionary War and the ratification of the Constitution. Interestingly, Thomas Jefferson was the only founding father who refused to declare days of thanksgiving and fasting in the United States. He was steadfast in his belief that a wall of separation between church and state should be maintained. The first official proclamation of a national thanksgiving didn't come until 1863, when Abraham Lincoln called for an annual celebration on the last Thursday of November. Pumpkin pie was a staple on New England Thanksgiving tables at the turn of the 18th century. Legend has it that the Connecticut town of Colchester postponed its first feast for a week in 1705 due to a molasses shortage. Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie was unheard of. Sweetened cranberry relish was not on the first Thanksgiving table. By November 1621, the pilgrims had long exhausted their sugar supply. Marcus Uran canned the first jellied cranberry sauce in 1912 
and eventually founded the growers' cooperative that today we know as Ocean Spray. In 1953, an employee at C.A. Swanson & Sons overestimated demand for Thanksgiving turkey, leaving the company with some 260 tons of frozen birds. A Swanson salesman ordered 5,000 aluminum trays, devised a turkey meal that would become the first TV tray dinners, and a culinary hit was born. By 1954, the first year of production, the company sold 10 million turkey TV dinners. The first Thanksgiving football game was a college match between Yale and Princeton in 1876, only 13 years after Lincoln made Thanksgiving a national holiday. Soon after Thanksgiving was picked for the date of the college football championships. By the 1890s, thousands of college and high school football rivalries were played on the fourth Thursday of November. When the National Football League was formed, it quickly teamed up with television to televise a Detroit Lions game on Thanksgiving Day. With the expansion of the league, other teams insisted on having a piece of the action. But the Detroit Lions continue to be consistently scheduled on Thanksgiving. In the 1940s, farmers would gift the president with plump red birds for turkey dinners for the first family. In 1963, President John F. Kennedy was the first president to spare a turkey's life. He has been quoted as saying, it's our Thanksgiving to him. 1926, President Calvin Coolidge received a Thanksgiving gift in the form of a live raccoon. However, the family adopted it, named it Rebecca, and added her to its already substantial menagerie that included a black bear, a wallaby, and a pygmy hippo named Billy. In 1924, Macy's presented the first big Christmas parade. A huge success, Macy's trimmed the parade route from six miles to two miles and signed a TV contract with NBC to broadcast its now-famous Thanksgiving Day Parade. Macy's balloons first appeared in 1927, and they were first filled with oxygen, not helium. In 1939, concerned the Christmas shopping season would be cut short by a late Thanksgiving, President Franklin Roosevelt decreed it would be celebrated a week earlier. It became known as Franksgiving and was decried by traditionalist and political rivals. Only adopted by 23 of the 48 states, Congress officially moved it back in 1941, where it remains the fourth Thursday of November. 
Retailers lobbied for the elimination of the blue laws, which mandated all stores be closed on Sundays and holidays. As the blue laws were canceled in larger states, retailers tested the public's interest in shopping on what was always considered a day as a day of rest. As shopping increased, the hours were increased. Today, Thanksgiving shoppers and shopping have morphed into an adjunct to a traditional family gathering with a late evening shopping adventure into the world of Black Friday super discount sales and all-night access. Brick-and-mortar retailers have recently had to add online shopping with door-to-door delivery to their marketing platforms to attract the younger generation of shoppers. Thank you for listening to Minutes with Maurice. Be sure to click on forward to listen to next week's podcast when we will detail what prompted President Lincoln to establish the national holiday, who the mother of Thanksgiving is, and how the poem Mary Had a Little Lamb is associated with it. Until then, I am Maurice St. Germain.